Welcome to Ghostcasters Podcast. I'm C.G. Mosley. I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Adam Boyette. Adam, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay, Harry. Uh, just getting through the week. Been a busy week so far. Just You sound like you're flustered or something. Break. Yeah, I am kind of flustered. I was telling you, I just keep, I have a, it's an old chair here, and it has a blanket in it. I don't know if you ever had a recliner. I had like a blank blanket in the seat. And it's no, I've bed. never had a recliner. had a blanket in it. What What the hell? Really? Of course. Yes, Adam. I've got a damn recliner right now that has a blanket in it. You just, just said saying, it. it you said it like it it's like a, it. You said it and like I'm, that's the unicorn of furniture or something. A recliner no, that has a blanket in it. I know it's a real common thing. That's what I'm saying. And it's just, I sit down on the blanket and I try to move it and it's just uncomfortable and it's just, I'm trying to get settled. So. All right. Well, I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, but anyway, it's good to be together again. Talk about another, uh, haunting. I think this is a very interesting one for the, uh, Playboy mansion. Were you excited about this? When I, when I put, put it in our Google doc file and you saw Playboy mansion, did you get all excited? You want to know the first thing I thought? I, I said, can't is wait. It's you have her dad. That was my first thought. I was like, I can't remember if he died or not. You couldn't remember he was still alive? Uh, I couldn't remember. He's dead. Yes, he's very much dead. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm saying I couldn't remember if he's alive or dead. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, I knew that before I, I typed anything up on this. I, Hugh Hefner's been dead for a few years now. Yeah, well, I couldn't remember. You know how certain people you're like, are they still alive? He's one of them for me. Like, is Hugh Hefner dead or alive? But yeah, I I I, I was interested. I as as children of the '80s and early '90s, the Playboy Mansion was probably especially male. Uh, Playboy Mansion was probably a big thing in our life. Like, hey, is this is this something that we're going to aspire to? Are we ever going to be able to get to the Playboy Mansion or whatever? I it don't hold the same uh, mystique these days, but you know, I think for people of our age, it was a very, very um, like almost like a dream, you know. So, <laughs> yes, I know what you mean. All right, well, let's go ahead and get started. Let's not spoil too much about the. Uh, the Playboy Mansion will start, as always, with a little bit of ghost news. So I, I'll go first. I can't remember if I'd normally let you go first or if I go first, but I think I'll we go We switch first. it up. I think I'll go first tonight. Um, so I've got a story, believe it or not, it's from overseas, Scotland, actually. Uh, there's this guy named Tony Ferguson, and we've actually covered this guy before. Um... I'm just going to say it straight up front. I I don't think there's any risk of this guy coming after us or anything. I think this guy's a quack. I just, <laughs> I do. I just, I, I don't think that he's legit. I think he's kind of cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But uh, anyway, the headline, and, and by the way, it was from a website that I've never heard of before called the Irish Star. Did you happen to look at it? The newspaper or the article? The web article. Yeah, I looked at the article, yeah. It's a lot of green on there, which is the Irish yeah, yeah, star. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's the Irish star. <laughs> so anyway, I thought it was pretty cool when I when I uh, looked at the Irish star and I saw all the green. But all right, so here's what the headline says. It says, Ghost demands people get back as paranormal investigator approaches an eerie dungeon. So there's a ghost hunter. Again, his name was... Uh, Tony Ferguson, and he shared a scary moment when he heard a ghost 
supposedly shout get back at him in an old UK castle. Tony Ferguson was exploring Kenmuir Castle in Scotland when he had the chilling encounter. Uh, he said he heard several voices and even got, got a response to a joke that he made. Uh, Tony, who is also apparently a personal trainer, he's been investigating paranormal activities for years. Uh, he said, quote, I mentioned about it all being overgrown and a female responded in agreement. Um, and there was a hole I pointed out. <laughs> Excuse me, as I went near this, a male voice says, get back. Overall, there were many unexplained things he said. Um, now, I want to tell you, I watched the video, Adam. I watched it. And you know what I thought about it? I mean, it's like I said a minute ago. This guy's a quack. Um, he's he's cuckoo. Because it, okay. <laughs> I watched the video repeatedly. And I, I, I don't hear anything. I did hear like the what I said there about uh, uh, he heard a, a woman's voice or something. I did hear that, but hell, it was it was just the sound of the wind. It wasn't it wasn't a woman's voice. So frankly, when I read all this, I almost said, you know what? I'm not even going to cover this. But it's so freaking stupid. Um, I, I don't know. We we didn't. It's not like we had an abundance of ghost news anyway. So I thought, yeah. what the hell? We'll we'll give Tony Ferguson a little bit of airtime. Did you look at the second part of the story about um, the boy in Colombia? No, because I didn't think that had anything to do with this story. It didn't have anything to do with that, but it was in the story. <laughs> I just looked at it. <laughs> well, why would I? Off. Why would I cover something that had nothing to do with my particular news? Story? It was in the same story. I just wondered if you looked at it. Just said it was part of the same story. For some reason or not, this this something that's something I notice a lot there. There's two semi-related incidents that happen. They put them together and put them in the same story in these, uh, like the Daily Star and Daily Mail and all those type of uh, UK type newspapers. I'll put two semi-related stories in the same story. So, I, oh. but it was just a story about a young boy and how they saw him. He disappeared from camera. I never saw the video for that uh, particular story, either one of them. Well, so I just read Tony Stur Tony Sturgis, <laughs> Tony Ferguson's part, and just kind of ended there, uh, probably because I, you know, I felt my IQ dropping. All right, so what do you have? What kind of uh, what kind of story do you have? Well, speaking of IQ dropping, uh, my my title of my story is "Real Estate Agent Learns Her New Listing Is Haunted When Ghost Appears in Promotional Video." Uh, this comes to us. It is from Den Garden. The Den and Garden. It's in home yeah, that's the name of the, the website, and it's in the Home and Garden News section. Uh, so basically, it starts off with the real estate market may be hot right now, but that doesn't mean there aren't things to consider when you sell a house. Maybe you should get rid of your personal photos or declutter your closets. Perhaps it's time to think about repainting your walls a bright, neutral color. Uh, now you have sold a house before. I have never sold a house before. This is the only house I've ever bought and lived in. Dude, I've uh, sold, personally. I've sold three houses. <laughs> okay. So yeah. you, you're much more apt to this there. Um, uh, now when you sold them, you didn't have to go out and stage them or anything. Did you? No. Okay. So 
that is that is the just get you a drink right right i'm sorry man my voice is killing me just just talking (laughs) stuff is not good for me i'm sorry well i'm sorry anyway so um the the story goes on it talks about this and it goes and shows us a tiktok video now this is the first problem i have with the story so when i get to it the story that they show is not from the actual realtor herself. She didn't post it. Did you notice the name of the TikTok channel this came from? No. It's called Nightmare Fuel. <laughs> All right. So when I click on the video and it takes me to TikTok, the first thing it takes me to is not even this video. It takes me to a video of a uh, serviceman in Japan somewhere and he is having an argument with a ghost and telling him to do this stuff again. He calls the ghost a you know a female body part. He says, You you scary, you won't do nothing. He's sitting there taking videos, all sort of door pops up. He said, Oh, you will be bad now. So I had to watch that video. What female if body I, part? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> We're gonna kind of keep it PG 13. Uh, but anyway, so um, he goes through and he says all this stuff, but the, the actual part, when I finally got to watch the one about the real estate agent, uh, the, the, the tagline says the real estate agent says she got more than she bargained for when setting up for a recent, recent home show. So when you proceed to watch the video, what you have is you have her standing in front of her phone that's on a tripod and all of a sudden one of the doors behind her open up and she kind of says, she walks around, she pulls the phone off the tripod, she walks around the house, she says, I'm not scared, I'm not scared, I'm not scared. She walks around, and I keep expecting to see like a ghost pop out of one of these, you know, uh, different things, but she finally goes up to another door, and it starts to close on itself, and what do you think she's de- doing? Somebody who's not scared, she sits there, and she takes off and runs out the house. Well, uh, <laughs> well yeah. Didn't like a, a smoke alarm or something go off, and then the smoke that's alarm. What it, yeah. That's what it was. The smoke alarm went off, and then it fell as she walked into the room. Which would have um, freaked me. Now, in all honesty, if it was legit and it was really a ghost doing that, that would that would freak me out. We've been in some situations before where there was some spooky stuff, scary stuff going on, and it didn't scare me. But now, if a ghost picks up an object and throws it at me. Well, it fell off the ceiling is what it was. She walks into the door frame and it falls in a different room. But they go back and they show, and I actually noticed this before they ever showed it on there. Um, I don't know if it's like an after effect added to it or whatever, but there's a picture. Uh, we were talking about staging her house. She has like a set. You ever seen people that put pictures real close together on a wall and kind of stack them up and down yes. the wall instead of spreading them out? So it's done like that, and basically she gets beside the picture, and as that door opens, it says the face on the picture kind of turns. And I saw it when the door opened on the second video when they were slowing it down, but then they actually tried to zoom in on it, and I couldn't see it as well as I could before. Hmm. Uh, however, there were some other interesting thing in the article as well. Um, so one of the things they talked about is how the house to stay. She said, I don't think this is a very good uh, way to stage the house. The house didn't look to be clean. They talked about the scuff marks on the wall and everything like that. Uh, and so they, they end up and they say, in short, is this really a real estate agent at all? Or just someone posting a spooky, a spooky video for social media, uh, cloud. Um, however, 
the rest of the article was much more interesting to me than this actual part here. And I don't know if you went through and read this part here. Do you realize that there are only four states in the nation where you have to mention if there's ever been paranormal activity when it comes to discussing real estate? I swear, it um, seems like we've talked about this before. Like this came up I, at one point. I don't know if it has. We may have mentioned before because one of them has to do. Let me just read this part here. In Michigan, Minnesota, the actual, the laws actually protects the seller, saying they're not required to disclose any evidence or rumors of paranormal activity. Uh, in New Jersey, you're only required to share this information uh, when the buyer asks about it. However, what is one of the biggest hauntings we've talked about on this show? What just think about the hauntings we talked about? God, famous Adam, ones that we have. They made about, movies about it. Amityville. I mean, is that the big one you're talking about? Yeah. What state is it in? That's New York, isn't it? Okay. In New York, however, a homeowner can get in trouble if they create or maintain a reputation of a haunted property, uh, such as contributing to publications or media about the possibility of the place being haunted. Uh, a seller can back out scot-free if they discover the home has been setting for one of these po popular ghost hunting programs. So in New York, they actually make rules up where if you disclose that and you don't disclose it or you try to build up that, you can actually get in trouble there. Hmm. Um, so they go through and they talk more thing about, you know, they talk about like the Conjuring House and Lizzie Borden's and everything like that. And they just talk about how sometimes those those houses do sell for more because people are intrigued about the history of it and everything like that. But like I said, I thought that part was more interesting than the actual ghost haunting we saw. Uh, so I thought that part was pretty interesting there that they talked about the ghost laws and stuff like so that. So go back to the states. go back to the realtor. Are you saying that the the video that you saw you don't believe was posted by the realtor that reported this? No, 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 no. So that's I, not I, her, I, or it is her. I'm confused. I, is it actually a realtor? Is what I'm saying. Okay, is so you think the whole thing's a hoax? Okay, all right. Yeah, and the, and the article kind of says that as well. They couldn't tell. That's what they were saying because when you look through a house, if they were trying to sell the house or whatever, you would think that they're going through and they would have it set up nice. But you have those little picture frames right there, and then you have like a her little table there, and the rest of the house was empty. And they talked about how the house wasn't clean. So I don't know if this is actually haunting mm -hmm. or this is like somebody trying to get clout by saying they're in a haunted house. I got you. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for ghost news this week. Um, I guess it's time for your terrifying tidbit. Do you have one for us? Another I do. broken hearted ghost. Uh, absolutely. Actually, that is exactly what we're talking about. So this week we're talking about a place called Emily's Bridge. So like I said, I got this from a uh, travelchannel.com. You, you have heard of I it? I have heard of this, but go on. Okay. So legend has a girl named Emily was in love with a boy her parents didn't approve of. They arranged to meet at Goldbrook Bridge to run away together. And when he didn't show up, she took the rope she had used to tie together her sack of belongings and hung herself from the bridge. People reported hearing banging footsteps, a girl screaming, and ropes tightening. Now, this is in Stowe, S-T-O-W-E, uh, Vermont. Uh, it's a covered bridge. It has the charm and mystery about much other co covered bridges that are New, Anglis, uh, New England is famous for. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I know you probably know what a covered bridge is, but for listeners not sure. Yeah, I've actually like, I've actually seen the picture of this bridge. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's like uh, that movie. I always think of that movie, The Bridges of Madison County, with yeah, Clint, that's e- where I was go <laughs> Clint Eastwood yeah, and Meryl Streep, or or <laughs> the bridge at the beginning of Beetlejuice when they crash and and go off into the water. You remember? Yes, yes, I do. Um, you know, the university I went to, University of West Alabama, one of their famous things, they have an old covered bridge actually on campus that they brought in and set up there. Uh, so covered bridges are just covered bridges is basically what they are. They're bridges that have some type of top on them, some type of side on them. So they're there and covered. It's not like an open bridge that we typically see on the roads today. There are, like there are actually a couple of them in Mississippi that I've come across. Yeah. We've, we've got a few and, and that may be true for all States, but I think like you said, they seem to be a lot more popular up North. Yeah. And I don't know why that is maybe just something to do with the, the weather or something there. But anyway, uh, the bridges there are really, they're really famous up there. And this one, they call it Emily's bridge in Stodermont. It's over 50 foot long. Uh, it's covered with dark wood that the elements have, haven't been merciful on. Uh, around the time the bridge was built, the dark wood was still new, smelling of fresh pine. It creaked every time a horse-drawn wagon crossed it. Young Emily went there to elope with her love. It goes there and talks about it. Uh, today, um, stories started making rounds uh, right after she died. Uh, not the sweet and sorrowful Emily that we learned about, but a vengeful Emily full of wrath and apparently long nails. She was understandably upset at being jilted. Anyone would be, but for Emily to take it out on passing cars, some would consider that overdramatic. That's Emily. She started slashing cars, passing over the bridge, leaving scars unlike those, uh, not unlike those left by Wolverine of X-Men fame. Uh, even pedestrians are not safe. The marks on the back bear witness to her fury, which hadn't abated after all these years. Uh, when they talk about paranormal, uh, modern sightings, uh, she tells stories about recent hauntings and sightings of poor Emily still go about to this tortured business. Uh, what is surprising that she hadn't thought about waylaying the guy who scorned her and giving him a piece of her mind along with some scratches. So you're saying so, Emily, uh, claw- she claws the backs of pedestrians. Yes, anybody that crosses the bridge, she supposedly takes her nail and goes through and slashes either the car or slashes their backs or along those lines. Wow. So that's scary. Yeah. So that's Emily's Bridge. That's from in Stodham, uh, Vermont. So you have that part there. And like I said, next week, uh, we will probably finish up with February. Uh, it's going to be unusual next week when we cover. You know what? We usually, like I, we mentioned to our listeners before, we usually record these on Wednesday's night. What's what's going to be unusual about next Wednesday? Is it the 29th? It is the 29th. So that's unusual because we usually don't. Wait, no, I take that back. Next Wednesday is the 28th. I was thinking, uh, well, I was thinking Thursday was the 29th, but I thought I was wrong. Yeah, I I was wrong. I'm wrong. Yeah, that week we recorded on Thursday kind of threw me off. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah, next week will be the 28th, not the 29th. So, when this comes out, it'll be unusual because usually that would be the 1st of March when we release it, but it will be the 29th of February when it comes out. Okay. So, that's it for your terrifying tidbit for the week? That is. All right, well, I guess it's time to get into this week's case. We're covering, as we said at the beginning of the show, the Playboy Mansion, Adam's dream house. Adam, I know <laughs> you spent your, your childhood wishing that you've already said this now, so don't, don't, don't go back on what you said. 
you spent your whole childhood wanting to visit this house. So I'm yeah. sure you know a lot about it. So <laughs> here's your <laughs> chance to tell us all about the Playboy Mansion before we get into the haunting. What can you tell us? Well, before we get into it, what was your when's the first time you remember seeing the Playboy Mansion? Beverly Hills Cop 2. Okay. All right. I I have seen that movie and I forgot it's even in there. I really did. I have seen that movie before. You I noticed you probably know a new one's coming out soon, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um my first real thing, do you remember E Network? I don't even know if it's yes. still on today. Okay. They used to do like live from the Playboy Mansion. They would show like all the Playboy bunnies running around and Hugh Hefner there and uh, everything like that. That's they my would just first wait a minute. Room. They would show the Playboy bunnies running around. Yeah, like just around <laughs> the area, not actually running around, but just walking around and their skimpy clothes. Well, I'm just picturing lingerie. I'm just picturing Hugh Hefner standing in the driveway and there's Playboy bunnies running around the yard. Well, that's kind of how it was. It absolutely was. But they're like, tonight's entertainment news. I can't remember the show. It's like Entertainment Tonight. And it's not Entertainment Tonight. It was wherever the E! News Daily yeah, Show and, was. Yeah, and the E! Network is still a thing. It's it's still okay. still going. Okay, well, I, I didn't know. I don't watch it anymore. So uh, I remember, was it Talk Soup that was on there that uh, I think... Uh, Greg Kinnear was, started it. Greg Kinnear. John Hens. Okay, John we're, we're chasing rabbits, Adam. Let's get back to the, to the Playboy <laughs> Mansion. All right, anyway. But anyway, that was my first experience with it. And MTV used to have things on it. So that's my experience with it. So that's what I'm saying. When I was growing up, that's where I saw cool people hanging out, parties all the time. So I figured, hey, that would be a cool place to go. But the actual mansion itself is 21,987 square feet which is very, very big. It's called a Gothic Tudor-type style, uh, and it sits on 5.3 acres. So the house is really, really big, sits on a lot of land for the area that it's in. So um, the Playboy Company acquired the mansion in 1971 for $1.1 $1. $1 Wow, that seems uh, they, really cheap. Yes, Today for such a does, big house. But, you know, you know, we talk about like inflation and how much stuff has grown. We'll talk about how much this house is sold for in a little bit. But just remember, it was originally bought for $1.1 $1 from Louis D. Statham. Uh, he was an engineer, inventor, and chess aficionado. He was related uh, to Jason early. Statham. Is he? Okay. No, I just you made say that so. up. I made you that say up. say so, bud. <laughs> All right, so in early uh, 20, uh, 2011, it was valued at $54 million. Wow. So almost, uh, you know, 50 times is what it's originally sold for. Um, it sits close to the northwest corner of Los Angeles Country Club near the University of California, Los Angeles, in the Bel Air Country Club. $15 million has been invested in renovation and expansion. The mansion has 29 rooms, including a wine cellar, with a prohibition era secret door, which is a door that kind of swings open into it, a screening room with a built-in pipe organ. That's probably something wow. that Hugh Hefter put in from back in his childhood. Uh, he probably had pipe organs in his movie theaters back in the day. Um, had a game room, three zoo and Avery buildings, a related pet cemetery. Had a tennis and basketball court, a waterfall, and a swimming pool area. 
at that swimming pool area, I said a, a patio, barbecue area, a grotto, and a basic gym with sauna below the bathhouse. So if you know stuff about it, what's the most famous thing at the Playboy Mansion? Adam, I don't know a lot about it, so I don't, I don't know what. You never heard about the Playboy Grotto and like that was a real famous place where Adam, people would go. I did and- not grow up infatuated with it like you. I have no <laughs> idea. I swear, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you know what the Grotto is? No. Okay, so it talks about the waterfall. The grotto is the place that is behind the waterfall. So you have a waterfall over the pool, and you go back behind the waterfall, and it's like a little area inside, like the waterfall area there where people go, that's the grotto. Have you been there? Have you snuck onto this property? I have not. Never been to California before. So, but I just, that's, that's, like I said, like when you would watch MTV Cribs or you would watch E, they would talk about the grotto. And so anytime, anytime a special come on about the Playboy Mansion, you recorded it. Yes, I did. Yeah, absolutely. Did you really? Uh, No, I just just remember watching the MTV Cribs episode of it. I remember it being on E! Nightly or whatever that was called and just different things throughout the years. And yes, I've seen them. I used to watch, you know, it used to be like I had to watch E! every night and I had to watch this every night. I had to watch every episode of MTV Cribs. You know, that's back before like dvr and stuff like that where you could record something watch it later sure so our, our lives used to be you know like i remember growing up every thursday night i had to be at home because i wanted to watch seinfeld and friends and everything like that growing up it's not like that anymore you know i can watch uh the big new thing coming out now is avatar the new airbender watch it whenever i want to you mm-hmm. know so it's life is different now but anyway um the landscaping, they do have a large koi, uh, koi pond there that has, has an artificial stream, a small citrus orchard, and two well-established forests of uh, tree ferns and redwoods. Uh, the West Ring, which was originally a servant's wing, housed the editorial offices of Playboys. The main Avery building, which is bird buildings, is, uh, is the original greenhouse with four guest rooms adjoining. Uh, adjoining. The master suite occupies several rooms on the second and third floors in the most heavily renovated area of the mansion proper with the extensive carved oak decor dating back to the 1970s. Otherwise, the mansion proper has maintained its original Gothic revival furnishings for the most part. The pipe organ was essentially restored in the last decade, and there's also an outdoor kitchen to serve party events. Uh, like we said earlier, they bought the mansion in 1971 uh, there. And um, in 2006, his girlfriend, former girlfriend, um, Isabella St. James, wrote a memoir called Bunny Tales. She said at the time that everything in the house was in need of uh, renovation. Uh, Everything in the mansion felt old and stale, and Archie, the house dog, would regularly relieve himself on one of the hallway curtains, (laughs) adding a powerful will for urine to the general scent of decay. Wow. So I don't... Don't know if you've ever had a pet that's made an accident in the house or whatever. It never. Does so yes, never had a pet that. that's pissed in the house. I, never once had that happen. She uh she also goes on to say she observed each bedroom had mismatched and random pieces of furniture, as if someone had gone to the charity shop and bought the basics for each room. Uh, masters mattresses on my beds were disgusting, old, worn, and stained. I, I bet, bet they were. I bet. <laughs> and the sheets were past their best too. In January 2016, the Playboy Mansion was listed for sale by Playboy Enterprises for the asking price of 
hundred million dollars. My goodness. So they listed it for fifty four and ninety six, uh, and went up from one point one all the way up to two hundred million. Uh, however, they did put some conditions to the sale. The condition was that Heifer be allowed to continue to rent the mansion for life. In August of 2016, it was bought for $100 million by Darren, and I cannot say his name, Metropolis. Huh? Uh, Metropolis, all right, but Metropolis, huh? I can't say his name. I think that's was, right, actually. Okay. He was the co-owner of Hostess Brands, which are known for such streets as the Ho-Ho. <laughs> thought that'd be interesting what? thing to put in there. Yeah, the Ho-Ho. You know the ho hos are. Yes, I know the ho hos are, but it's just the uh, the parallel there. Yeah, I know that's the reason I brought it up. Um, so anyway, um, he uh, he's the principal in the investment firm. Uh, he intends to renovate and restore the mansion to its original form. In March of 2018, uh, the owner of the Playboy Mansion, who is Darren Metropolis, uh, entered into an agreement with the City of Los Angeles, which permanently protects the mansion from demolition. The agreement between him and the city referred to between the parties as a permanent protection covenant is binding on all future owners. The agreement protects the mansion from demolition, but still allows Petropolis to make uh, modernizations and substantial renovations and repairs to the property following a long period of deferred maintenance while under Playboy ownership. Under the permanent protection covenant, he has further uh, agreed to restore the house and facade to its original grandeur. So you're telling me the Playboy Mansion will will stand for all time. It's never going anywhere. Yes, absolutely. It's never going to be torn down. They have to keep it up. Uh, and this this is one of these houses that's probably been listed now as like you know not a national historic place, but something along those lines. It's part of Hollywood culture. Uh, you know. Those, those Playboy Mansion parties were famous back in the 80s and 90s, but people would show up. So I think that, you know, this is just one of those big things there that's almost like uh, uh, the Hearst Estate, the Hearst Mansion, if you've heard of it before, Anneville House, those type of houses. This is built that following and that cult, and that, uh, cult following there. Okay, so you talked a little bit about the history and, and a lot about the estate itself, which by the way, I thought it was interesting that you said that it had a, its own little forest there complete with redwoods in it. I had no idea. Um, yeah, I don't think they're full grown though. I don't think they're the redwoods that you think of. Like they're not those huge, huge. Again, redwoods. Adam, how would you know this? Have you been there? No, I don't. I'm just saying, okay. but if you look at the picture, you can see the trees behind the house that are standing up above it. You know, you think of redwoods, you're thinking of like 300 foot trees, but I don't think that's what this is. You're just, you, all the detail that you're giving me leads me to believe that maybe you've snuck onto this property before. Um, cause you seem to know a lot about it. All right. So moving on to the haunting. Um, but what I was getting at a second ago was all the stuff you talked about. There was nothing there that would lead me to believe that the place would be haunted today. The, in fact, the only thing that would make me think there was any possibility of it being haunted would be, you know, that Hugh Hefner is now dead and maybe he haunts the place. Uh, but I've never heard of anything about it being haunted until recently. Uh, so I've dug up this old New York post article uh, and it was from just a few years ago. And former Playboy bunny Bridget Marquardt 
uh, she swears that the mansion is haunted. So the article that I read, it references some quotes that she made on a podcast called Dark House. And she says, quote, There are ghost stories dating back decades from that mansion. I saw a woman appear in my bedroom. She went on to explain, quote, My sister, myself, and my friend Stacy were all sitting on my bed. We were talking, having a glass of wine, and the TV was on. All of a sudden, out of the corner of all our eyes, we saw a woman standing in my closet. Of course, when I turned to look at it straight on, it was gone. So despite this brief sighting, she really remembered the details of what she saw. She went on to say, and this we're quoting again, she had blonde, I'm sorry, she had black, long, kind of stringy hair, and she was pale and very skinny. She was wearing a white t-shirt that was way too big on her and black acid-washed jeans. She was just standing there staring at me, end quote. So although she believed with 100% certainty she had just seen a ghost, Marquardt uh, denied being afraid of it. She claimed, of all things, that she actually knew who this person was. So I, I guess it wasn't a lost Playboy bunny in the house. Uh, she went on to explain exactly who it was. She said, quote, before I lived in the mansion, I was invited to test for playmate. And I met this woman who was a social secretary at the mansion. She was super friendly. She was kind of like the house mom. She knew all the pets and she knew all about all the girls. She was just amazing. So Marquardt uh, left the mansion for a few years. And when she returned, she discovered that that nice lady she had met had actually passed away from cancer. She said, quote, I'm pretty sure it was her who was standing there. And I think she came to see the new addition to the mansion, uh, the, the, the new pet that was there, which the new pet, I guess, Wednesday was the dog. Um, yes. Accor according to Marquardt, uh, this wasn't just an isolated incident either. She said doors would often slam or lock on their own. She said people would often feel weird vibes when they entered the property I bet they did when they went in this play. I would feel weird vibes when I went into the Playboy Mansion. Um, she even recalled a story that Hugh Hefner had told her about the previous owners. Um, now, the previous owners were apparently a gentleman named Mr. Arthur Letts and his wife. I don't have her name. But anyway, Hugh had told Marquardt at one point that he, he said that Mrs. Letts had either been pushed, um, she failed, or she jumped. Something happened. She fell to her death inside the property onto the marble floor. Now, Marquardt believes that her spirit haunts the grounds also, in addition to the, the woman that she'd met years earlier there. And for the record, Hugh Hefner is on the record saying that he absolutely does not believe in the paranormal, at least when he was still alive. He doesn't believe in that kind of stuff at all. Uh, now, the spookiness that she talked about, it doesn't stop with uh, Marquardt. Uh, she also revealed that she'd been visited uh, by Hefner's spirit via a dream. Uh, she went on to explain, one night I had this dream, and it was not long after Hef had died. This dream was like nothing I ever had before. It was so real. In the dream, she'd driven up to the mansion and entered. Once inside, the place seemed completely unoccupied. 
She said, quote, I could tell the house was abandoned and he was gone, but yet I was there to see him. She said the house was dark and she could hear spooky sounds. And she mentioned hearing really old 1940s music playing throughout the house. And then she went on to say, quote, and then all of a sudden Hef comes down the stairs and he threw his arms out. He gave me what we call his big laugh, like this big cackle that he did. He said, my darling. And he puts his arms around me and I felt the hug. I could feel his smoking jacket or I could smell his smoking jacket. Mm -hmm. I could smell his cologne. It was so real. I literally felt like I said goodbye to him and he was, he was good. And by the way, it's, um, I don't know if you're aware of this, but Mark Wart, she was not allowed or she did. I think she was not allowed to attend Hef's funeral. So she never felt like she got a proper goodbye. Um, so she said he visited her in a dream and I've heard of that happening with other people. And it was, and this did not, she was not at the house while she had this dream, right? It no. just happened at the house. No, she was not at the house when she had the dream. She was somewhere else. Um, but the dream took place in the Playboy Mansion. Now, in case you're wondering, it wasn't just um, Marquardt uh, that that claimed the mansion was haunted. Holly Madison has also come forward and said that she'd heard talk about it being haunted for years. Uh, she said there were all kinds of urban legends about it. She mentions... She mentioned something about trafficking tunnels, <laughs> which is, um, I don't know. That's a little unsettling when you consider everything that went on at the Playboy Mansion. Well, I think, I think Holly Madison, I can't remember there was another one with her at the time. I think they were like Hef's girlfriends or fiancés or something like that. And I think Kendra. since Kendra, okay. Uh, I think once they have left and got out of there, they kind of said that there were a lot of things in there that were not quite as savory look, or good as they looked at the time. Yeah. Well, she said that uh, she heard in the early 1970s that the neighbors in the community, or right there in the neighborhood, they l literally referred to that mansion as the haunted house. Uh, so apparently the, the, the haunted goings-on there, apparently, according to Holly Madison, started long before Hugh Hefner ever got there. Uh, Holly also claims to have seen a ghost herself. Uh, she said that once while she was in the basement gym, she saw a woman come out of the bathroom and cross in front of her and out of her line of vision. She said the woman was wearing a hot pink sports bra and black workout pants. She figured it was a playmate there to do photo tests. So Holly Madison walked around the corner to see where the woman went and she saw another door. She opened that door and found out it was nothing more than a closet. Uh, so she swears there was nowhere else for the woman that she'd seen to go. Uh, she couldn't, there was no way, according to her, that the woman could have exited the building without passing her again. And she claimed that this woman that she saw that day, she never ever saw that woman's face again. Didn't know who she was or why she was there. And another weird thing that she claims happens a lot uh, she said there's a toilet there that would frequently flush all on its own, um, which is a weird thing if you're a ghost, that that's your go-to. I'm just going to flush this toilet a few times a week. Um, now, I didn't know if you knew this, but she, Holly Madison, would know a little bit about hauntings and ghosts because her boyfriend, at, the, at least at the time of this episode that we're recording, is none other than Zach uh, Bagans or Bagans. I never know how to say this guy's name. 
Uh, biggest bad guys. The Ghost Adventures TV show host. Did you know she was with him? I did not. <laughs> That's weird because we, you know, we've talked about that guy before. Um, yeah. For what it's worth, in the season one episode, season one episode ten of that show, The Girls Next Door, that Adam probably watched all the time. It was titled, never watched it once. <laughs> it there was an episode titled "Ghost Busted," and Marquardt hires a ghost investigator and a medium to come to a séance in the mansion. The investigator found high levels of energy in various parts of the house, and he got the highest readings in Marquardt's room. And I have a clip. Listen to this clip from this particular episode, and then we'll talk about it. Oh, oh my God. Wow. What'd you get? Wow. The biggest reading so far. What is it? It was amazing. It was 1,045. They were like all over the place saying, oh my God, the energy's hot. The energy's really high right here. So, you know, I just took that shit and I just tried to make it fun. Yeah. <laughs> he said he got the highest readings in the whole house in Marquardt's uh, bedroom. What do you make of that? Uh, probably, I mean, why, but the fact that she's able to say that she experienced that, that's probably lines up with that point, but I don't know why there's a specific reason that there happened in that room. Uh, maybe because, uh, you know, I, I don't know, but <laughs> is there anything special to that room? Not to my knowledge, Adam. Um, you've been there. You tell me. <laughs> I've never been there. Um, I don't know. I, I, like you said, you asked me about the um, girls next door. I've never even watched that show. I just saw that when it came out. And funny enough, do you know what channel I think that came out on? It was on E. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I know it was. <laughs> Which say, I mean, uh, they did a lot of those weird celebrity reality shows that's not that far-fetched but it is yeah we were talking about e earlier yeah but anyway um it wasn't just marquart and uh madison that experienced things there and before i explain this part i guess i need to say this for whatever reason i don't know what the reason was but hugh hefner he pretty much forbid them from talking to staff members or having any kind of relations with the staff there. He just, he wouldn't allow it. So I said that, say this staff members have since come forward and said that there were some haunted things that went on there as well. During their time there, it's not like they were exchanging stories with Holly Madison and, uh, Bridget Mark Marquart. Um, but it did come out years later that lots of staff members that worked in the mansion, uh, they had some ghost stories of their own. So many housekeepers just refused to go into the game room, for example, because apparently the games would turn on by themselves or there was a door that would slam shut on its own in there. And then once uh, the jukebox that was in there, it fired up on its own, just blaring music loudly. It got so bad that the housekeepers would insist on having a member of security accompany, accompany them to that game room anytime they had to go in there. They just refused to go in there alone. Now, there was a gentleman named Brian Olay, uh, who was the guest services manager at the mansion for two decades, and he said he'd heard from housekeepers and butlers all the time 
about paranormal stuff that occurred in that mansion. They'd report hearing footsteps in the hallways and weird presences around them. In one instance, Olay was waiting on some Playboy executives to conclude a meeting they were having in the library. When, uh, when they left, that meeting concluded. He went to clean the room, just something common that he would do after meetings, and he found that the door into the library was locked. He had security come up with some keys. He tried his keys. They tried their keys. They could not get this door to open. So they were so confused by this, uh, Olay left, and he went to see if he could find if any of the executives were still around. He was going to ask them to confirm which door that they actually left through. Apparently, there was more than one door, and he was trying to figure out what was wrong with his front door. When they returned to the library, later on, the door was suddenly open two inches, and this absolutely freaked him out. So lots of paranormal stuff reported not only by Playboy Playmates that were there, but also um, some of the staff that were there. Now, again, I just I feel compelled to mention this again. Hugh Hefner never believed it. He didn't think the place was haunted. He never, I guess, experienced anything. I mean, he experienced a lot of things there, but he did not experience anything. <laughs> he did not experience anything paranormal. Um, or if he did, he never talked about it. And to my knowledge, I mean, if you think anybody's going to haunt that damn place, it would be him <laughs> after, Absolutely. after he died. And there's been nothing about that. No reportings at all about Hugh, just this stuff that went on apparently when Hugh lived there. So what do you make of the, the haunting of the Playboy Mansion? Old building, lots of history, lots of people in and out of it. Uh, some, you know, with the, the lets, if that stuff is true, some, some type of tragic industry there, uh, uh, ending there. Uh, I want to say one thing we didn't mention. I think there have been a lot of people that have OD'd at parties there, uh, you know, and then that just don't go into the party. You know, I know there are several playmates that have gone on uh, to, you know, pass on. Probably most famous. What's the most famous playmate that you think of that died? That died in the mansion? No, not in the mansion. Oh, well, Anna Nicole Smith. Uh, I was... The other day, do you know who the comedian Ralphie May is? Yes. He was telling a story that he he had to go to a gig. And he got there and they said, hey, your room is not available. Uh, but said, we're going to upgrade you for free. He said, well, okay. And this was at the Hard Rock in Seminole, Florida. Do you know what happened there? No. That's where Anna Nicole OD'd at, was at that hotel. And that's the room they put him in, was the room that she OD'd in. Wow. Uh, so, you know, he was saying, the funny thing, he goes there, well, I know if it's a ghost, she can't act, so it's not going to be scary or whatever. So, um, <laughs> anyway, uh, you know, I, you know that Anna Nicole Smith, why the story is, you know, wide and ranging from there, but her life, you know, due to her drug addictions and stuff like that uh, was taken too soon. So I, I think there's a lot of history there. So I, I can see it being haunted. I really can. Uh, and I think a lot of it has to do with the type of, the type of situation it was. I just think places like, like, you know, we don't hear a whole lot about like Disney world being haunted, but I bet there's going to be stories one day about Disney world being haunted, but there's already stories out there about it being haunted. 
uh, or Disneyland or any of those things of those places there, which just where there's so many people there, not comparing the two. Uh, I guess you could say the Playboy Mansion is a Disneyland for a certain type of people. Uh, but <laughs> it was for you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he got to ride the Matterhorn a lot. <laughs> Magic or Space Mountain. <laughs> he like, sh- yeah, he uh, did. He sure did. Now, so anyway. it, the house, by the way, because we never talked about it earlier, the house was actually built in 1927. So it's it's not even quite 100 years old at the time of this recording. It's like, what, 97? Uh, That's right. Something, 96, 97 years. Well, 97. So, uh, yeah. I mean, it's an old place, but it's not even quite 100 years old yet. Now, I did try to look it up and see if anybody had ever died in that mansion. And honestly, I don't see where anybody ever did, except... Hugh Hefner, he died in yeah. the mansion, um, but I don't see well, where, there. Lots of Playboy's playmates did die over the years of overdoses and things. And frankly, it's all speculation, I guess, rumors. Um, but I don't. I think that drug use was not really frowned upon with Hef. <laughs> I think he was okay with it. But I- yeah, not, but I don't think he used drugs. I don't think oh, I'm sure he, he was used to use one blue pill. I'm sure that he used. Uh, I'm other, sure, but there, I, there was uh, recreational yeah. drug. Well, I guess it is a recreational drug. <laughs> For him, it was <laughs> right. It, it may have been medically necessary, but you know. Um, anyway, but anyway, I, I there were lots. I, there were lots of untimely deaths with women that lived there, but I don't think any of them actually died in the house, which is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Well, usually at this point, I go on and I explain our rating scale for our house, as for our hauntings. Uh, so, our rating scale is a one to five scale, and we'll start with five this week. And then a five, that means we fully believe the place is haunted. We believe uh, the stories that the people are telling is true, that there's lots of things, there's lots of pictures of it, lots of things like that. They kind of make us say, there's no way this place could be haunted. Uh, a four is there's not enough reasonable doubt to say it's not haunted. This is when we have a situation where the people actually go through and kind of, they show a lot of things, but there's some things there kind of make us question, but we're just saying there's not enough for us to say it's not haunted. A three is not enough intel to make a good decision. Uh, basically at that point, what we have is that we have some things that point to it, some things that point to it not being there. So a three is not enough intel. Then two is reasonable doubt. That means we have reasonable doubt if the place is actually haunted. There's lots of stories or maybe just one story that's really strong, but there's questions about how this could happen. Kind of like when I talked to you about the TikTok video, like I could easily see that just being something somebody was trying to do for clout there. And one is that we don't believe it all. We don't believe the place is haunted. Believe you could go there and nothing would happen to you or anything like that. So when I rate this one, I'm giving this one a two. Um, I do think there's a potential chance for the place to be haunted. I do think there are certain things that we probably need to just, you know, that or if you were going there, that you could probably look at and possibly see things being haunted, uh, maybe see some of the things that we talked about. But I just don't know if there's reliable narrators coming from this house. <laughs> I don't know if there's a, uh, don't laugh at that. Uh, <laughs> I think there's some questions about the stuff that they've seen. And I just think that there's just not a whole lot of the, the history of the, the death and stuff like that. So I'm giving this one to two. How about you, CG? Man, I struggle with this one. I really do. 
I mean, I want to, if there's anything that I want to have belief in, it's, you know, big breasted blonde chicks that used to live in the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> but big breasted blonde chick ghost. <laughs> or the ghost, yeah. Yeah. I would love you to. You want be able one to of them to get slimed by one of these? <laughs> <laughs> right. I guess, you know, I'm going to go with what I originally thought because I don't. I don't want what you said to sway me. So I'm going to go with a four because I think the reason I, I, it, what tipped me to a four is that there were staff members that also claimed that things happened there. Now, if it was just playboy playmates saying all that stuff happened, yeah, I would, I don't know. I'd probably go lower, but since there were staff members that worked there, and say that they experienced some weird things as well, I want to go four. Now, if you average our scores together, that comes out to be a three, which means we don't think that this place is legitimately haunted. It has to be above a three, as Adam said, so a 3.5 or higher would qualify. This doesn't. So, I can look, I'm sure lots of people out there want to go visit the Playboy Mansion. That's fine. Adam's already been there. But you, there's no reason to go... If you're you're wanting to go out and see some ghosts, so that's my thoughts on it. What any closing thoughts on uh, the Playboy Mansion, Adam? Before we end this episode, uh, no, not really. Uh, just an interesting place. Like I said, I, <laughs> yeah, it is. I know, I know. You keep laughing at me and saying Adam's been there, or whatever. I just remember it being like the mecca as a young male, like that. That this is what someone could aspire to now like i said i aspire I, to <laughs> well yeah so all right hold on remember me and you've talked about this before what did i want to be growing up one of the many a things movie I director wanted to be. a director and i'm sure people like brent radner and michael bay i'm sure they've all been to the playboy mansion and been involved with playmates and stuff like that and you have this dream that you're going to be this mega stud and everything like that and being at the Playboy Mansion was the the mecca. You were there with all these beautiful women, all these other people. So, you know, I'm sure that was one of my, like, hey, this would be living the life to be at the Playboy so is Mansion. That so what was, ha- is that what was driving you to want to be a movie director so you could go to no. the Playboy Mansion? <laughs> no, it was what was driving me to be a movie director. I really like movies, like storytelling, and I really thought that's one thing. But anyway, I, I just, that's the place. So, the Playboy Mansion holds, it sounds funny, but it holds a special place in my heart just because of <laughs> yes, that. Yes, that like, sounds you know. funny. That sounds absolutely <laughs> funny. The Playboy well, Mansion it, holds a special place in your heart. It does. But I'm just from what? that standpoint there. So, But anyway, I, I know obviously you didn't have those same things. You probably were no. just like, you probably, you're probably a bigger penthouse fan than you were a no. Playboy fan. <laughs> Lord, no. <laughs> No, hustler, ta- hustler, your jam. You're taking us off on a, uh, you're, you're taking us <laughs> off on a side road now. No, that that was Larry Flint. Maybe we'll cover him on a, on a different episode. All right, how yeah. can people, uh, how can people get in touch with us? Tell us, you know, how immature so we, we are. Do, we do have an email address out there. It's the ghostcasters at gmail dot com. Uh, if you got any requests for any haunts or any places that you think that we should consider or any places or any recommendations, or you just want to drop a line and say, Hey, y'all are doing a good job. Or, or if you've been to the Playboy Mansion, (laughs) we would love to hear from you. 
Uh, absolutely. Tell us about your story there. We want to know. I mean, I, you know, like I said, I hear crazy stories from the eighties and stuff like that. But anyway, so we also have an Instagram account, the ghost casters, uh, follow us there. You can send direct messages there. And then of course, like I said, the biggest way to help us is if you're listening to the podcast, subscribe, like the episodes, uh, tell your friends, put it on your social media, uh, like our accounts and everything like that. So other people can reach that because, uh, this is one of the things we really do. We like to talk about and look at, uh, CG does extensive research every week on these places. So, just drop us a like, support us, get out there, let other people know about us so we can keep growing the podcast. All right. Well said. I think we'll end it here. We'll see you next time uh, for an all new haunting on Ghostcasters podcast. Mm-hmm.